I don't know. We're we're in contention about our biggest fan. We don't know if it's um, um, your mom. Yeah. Or <laughs> that or... sounded like a joke, dude. My biggest fan is your, your mom. mom. <laughs> hey, howdy, hey. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Mike's Monday Jams, the official podcast of music appreciators everywhere. Today we're going to be talking about Supersonic by the British rock group Oasis. Let's get it. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Happy Day Off. Um, Hopefully you're able to recoup from the weekend that you've had maybe you um spent a lot of time watching college football like mm-hmm. Emma and I did um and hopefully you know you, you just get to spend an extra day sleeping in you know mm-hmm. um enjoying yourself maybe maybe you got to cut the grass um maybe you have to float in a pool yeah maybe you got to float in somebody's pool hopefully that's the case but mm-hmm. happy labor day hope you're enjoying the time off um em sorry you got to work I'm working. That's that's neither here nor there, but um, she's she's a trooper nonetheless. I, th- I think I ESPN. I think ESPN is taking good care of you today. <laughs> I think I think I'll be okay. So, um, Supersonic Oasis. Um, it comes from 1994's Definitely Maybe album. It is the debut album for the group, um, and perhaps one of the best debut albums of all time, in my opinion. Came out wow. in nineteen came out in nineteen ninety four, um, and really started their um, ascent to stardom. And, and we'll talk about that in a second. But um, some other amazing debut albums of all time, and I'm sure we do a countdown on this in the future. But okay. um, I'm we can do anything I, we want. We can, um, with our with our ten listeners, we we can do anything we want. We, yeah, we can take them on any trip we want to. Yeah. So um, things that come to mind for me: um, Boston's first self titled album, and I know Em, you're not the biggest biggest fan of Boston. I wouldn't say so. No, I like the city. <laughs> not the rock group. Nope, I'm no. okay. Not, not the not the dad rock group. Um, I would say the Cars first album, self titled album. Um, that that's every song on it. You know, it's it's um, it's filled with hits and they're they're all good. But what about the Cars uh, album from two thousand five? Oh, like the original motion picture soundtrack. Yeah. Um, you know. That's a great debut album for Lightning McQueen. <laughs> really, uh, you know, life is a highway. Real, real gone. Um, our town. But it's our town. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> shaboom. You, you make a, you make a good, a good case for um, a movie soundtrack. And I, I don't know if I consider. Oh, that's album. a countdown for a later episode. Movie soundtracks. Top ten movie soundtracks. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Dude, spoiler sure. alert. Bill and Ted better make the list. <laughs> Listen, we we got ideas. Okay, y'all. <laughs> if just... any of y'all have ideas, let us know. Tori, I know you want us to do Taylor Swift. I know that's your idea. I already know. <laughs> One day. 
One day. We'll get to it. I did, on my own volition, listen to Cruel Summer the other day on my walk. So. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, if you got ideas, we'd love to hear them. Obviously, we got a lot of things cooking for y'all as well. Um, but back to Oasis. Um, He's got to keep me on track. <laughs> this um, album was ranked 217th of 500 on Rolling Stone's Greatest Albums of All Time. Um, they made that list in 2020. Um, so it's it's pretty recent, but I would say like of all the things to come out of all time, like being on that list is just pretty remarkable anyway. Isn't Billie Eilish in like the top 10 though? I'm sure, but you know, and we were talking about <laughs> They'd this. They'd be here. slurping on Billie Eilish's Prover- you, proverbial teat. You, you wanna you wanna restate that? <laughs> <laughs> no, Rolling Stone really likes her. Rolling Stone has quite the affinity for Billie Eilish, which we do not have. No, and we were talking about so this. I don't the other trust day. their opinion on anything because of it. No, when we were talking about this the other day, we were like, "Oh, we call ourselves a music appreciation podcast," but I think this has just turned into a Billie Eilish hate podcast. Um, Rightfully so. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, so just to even to be on that list, I think, is pretty remarkable <laughs> to, like, be in the conversation of, like, oh, yeah. being part of greatest music of, of all time. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Ever. I mean, I recently got reached out to about us being on the top 500 podcasts of all time. Oh, I, did, I didn't get that email. That's because I'm, that's because I'm the creed. I meant you, the producer. You, you, I didn't get CC'd on it. No, um, it was my, just to me. I didn't even get BCC'd on it, you know. <laughs> Um, but just the fact that it's on that list and don't ask me what, you know, the top 10 are, go look it up yourself. Um, cause I don't know what the top 10 are. I think whenever <laughs> I did look at the top 10, it just made me mad. So that's what I'm saying. Um, but I, I digress. I'm not here to y- yak on anybody's yum that's as, not, as I say. That's not the phrase, which I do believe my family may have come up with, but, but we didn't come up with that. But this, this album definitely maybe, um, is, is near and dear to, um, my music listening heart. Um, it's got four singles. Um, the one we're talking about today, supersonic. So it was Oasis, the band's first ever single. Um, second single was shaker maker. Third was live forever, which is basically a pre Wonderwall. Um, <laughs> if, if you go listen to it, you'll know what I mean. And the Wonder last, Wall, the prequel. Yes, and the last was cigarettes and alcohol. Um, so it only had four singles, which is shocking. Did Did you notice that I I didn't say a particular song from this album that that wasn't a single? I did notice, and I know you have a specific affinity for such songs. Yes, so um, it's it's already been a Monday jam, so I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel like I could do a whole episode on it, but um, nevertheless, um, slide away. Um, the other day, you know, we were talking about our Desert Island songs and like Foats. This is definitely a Desert Island song and a Foat. Um, so while you listen to Supersonic, um, cue up Slide Away and um, you will you will transcend. It is easily easily one of the best songs of all time whoa and i will i will stand stand by that um but we also wanted to talk about this album specifically because it just turned 29 this past week on august 29th um so it's it's his golden golden birthday golden birthday yes it, it's it's 29 on the 29th so um, oh my god that'll be your golden birthday too it sure will so some years from now i already hit mine yeah, a while back. Did. Yeah. 
So sorry about that. I went to Texas State Brazil on my golden birthday. I think. Oh, nothing to be sorry for there. Then never no, mind. No, I had that. I, I had that meat meat coaster on green. <laughs> bro. Love love the good meat coaster. It is a meat coaster. Tell you tell oh. them with your coaster if you want your meat. Oh, I'm aware. You don't you don't have to tell me. Um, but nevertheless, um, yeah, it's it's its golden birthday this year. Um, one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, and definitely something worth listening to if you haven't um, taken a look at Oasis before. Um, and in the recording of this album, here's some here's some good good facts and fun facts for you. Oh, fun fact! Fun fact segment. <laughs> it's a fun fact. Is that an official jingle? Maybe I think I do think maybe we should um, get like Fiverr jingles. Mm-hmm. You know about Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Like, I could order them, you know, probably, they're probably made by somebody in Africa or something, but they could sing us little jingles for our different segments we do every week. I'll just, I'll just write them, you oh, know. okay. I, I, I wrote the theme intro and outro, you know, I, I could write some jingles. Yeah, but would it be as fun as somebody in Africa on Fiverr? I, I, what we should do is get our friends to record jingles oh, yeah. and to make them up. That, oh, yeah. that would be interesting. That would be fun. And to get our biggest fan, um, I don't know, we're, we're in contention about our biggest fan. We don't know if it's um, um, your mom. Yeah, or, <laughs> that or... sounded like a joke. Dude, my biggest fan is your, your mom. mom. <laughs> we don't know if it's your mom or if it's My Tor- mom. <laughs> right, or if it's Tori. So um, y'all can decide. Um, <laughs> battle off in the comments. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll revisit the jingles for, for the segments. Um, but this album, it came out in 1994 in August, as I stated. Um, but when they went to record it, they recorded it at the end of 1993, went into the studio, um, and they thought they sounded really good in the actual studio. And then they went to play it back and they were like, what the heck? This was not what we just played. What the heck? That this is not, they're also, I should mention, they are obnoxiously british like when you think of british people like they are peak like british like bruv a lot it's tuesday in it that's what y'all can say tomorrow right and like just to give you an idea how british they are i um once watched the the documentary of the same name of the song that we're covering um it's called supersonic um, that is a little documentary into the band's history and kind of all that good stuff. Um, and I felt like I needed subtitles <laughs> and they were speaking English. It's like watching Love Island. Yeah. They, I got text. Yeah, they, they are, I mean, they put the, the British in British. They, wow. They're, they're, they're up there. That like nasty British. Yeah. No offense to anybody across the pond who. Oh, full offense. Y'all don't even have teeth. <laughs> Um, you know, it's like we got angel and devil on the shoulder here. <laughs> Dude, I will. I will make fun of British people forever. So. They deserve it. The original recording was not a success. Like I was saying, they were like, what the hell? We, that's not what, that's not what we just recorded in that room. And so they essentially chalked it up to the producer that they had for the album. And they got into some big fights with him and they fired him. They said, get out of here. Ooh, I hope you don't do that with me as a producer. Yeah, the you're pod. you're gone. I'm I'm picking somebody else. <laughs> this this is actually my way of letting you know that. that oh my god. So um, they fire this guy, they can him, um, and they get a new guy, and they go back to the studio like a month later, 
and then they lay everything down um, once more. And obviously, the the final product is what you hear today um, whenever you go to listen to the album. But fun fact: there is one song that they kept from the original recordings um, before they fired the guy. And you know what? You want to know which one it is? Um. I would love to know. Um, it, it, it is slide away. Um, oh, oh. So, <laughs> fun fact. So you about, think he did a good job? Well, oh yeah. No. But <laughs> I think, you know. So, who's to say what the other recordings of these other songs sounded like? Because if they sounded anything like slide away, then maybe they should have kept them. But I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there. Um, but You um, weren't were there. I wasn't there, love. I wasn't there. I wasn't there, I missed love. it. I missed it. I missed it. I missed it. They probably recorded in Essex and I miss it. I missed it. I was watching, I was watching footy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the footy. Y'all, I have to side note about British people. I have a vendetta against British people because every day at work I have to cut up a show about soccer and it's hosted by British people and I can't understand anything they're saying. It's like it, they talk about soccer and it's like a different freaking language. But it's still English. And Real Madrid and the footy and they got the clean sheet. Blah, blah, blah. What so the hell does that mean? We're never getting any fans across across the pond. Sorry, um, y'all. I mean, I mean, I mean, you. There are great things that have come out of, of y'all, but I mean, not. I'm not talking teeth. That's for sure. But you know. No, but we are talking tea, not teeth. Oh, but tea. tea. We love tea. Yeah, I love tea. Um. Um. um uh. Um, Andrew Garfield. Yes. Oasis. Um, the, the Beatles. The, Beatles. <laughs> the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. I don't know what else. So, anyway. Um, <gasps> the Great British Bake, Bake Off. There we go. Shout out the that. Great British Baking Show. Yeah. I do really like that. But, um, so yeah, the original recording wasn't a success. Um, they had to re- relay it down, and obviously the final product is just what you hear today, um, and something that I really enjoy, and I think you should as well. Um, and they actually worked a lot with Johnny Marr um, on this album. They were big friends of him, and he provided actually them with like instruments and advice and um, kind of just camaraderie throughout the recording of this album. And Johnny Marr was um, one of the members of the Smiths. Um, but we've actually seen Johnny Marr. M, did you know that? No, I don't even I didn't know he that He opened for The Killers when we saw them in Atlanta. Oh. And don't you remember me leaning over to you? I was like, this guy just looks like if one person was Oasis. And out came Johnny Marr. Wait, so he's British too? Oh, yeah. Big time. Then why are they not the Smiths? The Smiths? The Smiths. They probably say, We're, we're the bloody Smiths, We're bruv. the Smiths. Enjoy our music. We're the Smiths, bruv. <laughs> so, um, yeah, shout out to Johnny Marr for your assistance and definitely maybe. Um, but the song specifically, Supersonic, was said to have been written in a day. Um, Noel Gallagher, so Oasis for those at home, is primarily comprised of two brothers noel and liam gallagher two bros two bros um noel was credited for like writing all the songs um and liam is the one who sang them pretty much it wasn't me um no contrary to popular belief oh, okay 
um, even though your impression is spot on, um, contrary to popular belief. But Noel essentially, you know, gets all the songwriting credit. He's like the he still tours today. He's got like his own thing, um, and they they play Oasis songs. But you know, it's not Oasis because the two brothers aren't in, aren't on stage together because they hate each other. Because they notoriously hate each other. Like they used to get on fights, like in fights on the stage, and like they would like in sets early like they would not finish a show because they like got into such a big fight so, their mama needed to tell them to grow up correct um <laughs> or like liam would get so mad he'd leave the stage and like noel would sing the rest of the the songs um like they notoriously hate each other but which one is it noel that like has like all the rights to it and makes all the money and liam doesn't make any money yes because liam just again he just sang it Noel wrote everything, pretty much. Um, and so that was the case with Supersonic. Um, during these recording sessions, um, it was it was often that, and they talk about this in the documentary, um, it was often that, like, the band members would, like, you know, after a long day, like, leave, or they would, like, leave at lunch and take, like, a long lunch, or they would, like, they'd go to the pub with the pub with the bruvs. And, and watch footy. And watch footy and, and have a pint. <laughs> And um, talk about British things and how they don't clean the teeth. <laughs> um, and Noel would stay back. He would write songs. He would, um, you know, lay down other mixes, lay down other parts. Like, he was the workhorse. Um, and I think that was the, the stem of a lot of arguments and a lot of fights because he felt like he was pulling all the weight and all the others were just there for the good time and... Being a, a rock and roll star, which... Um, that was really good. Oh, thank you. That um, was really good. I, I have been known to have a, a solid British accent, but... So have I, I felt like. Um, so, Noel with Supersonic actually wrote this in a half an hour while everybody went and got Chinese takeout for lunch, is, is the legend. So, um, shout out, Noel. I don't know how you resisted Chinese takeout. Um <laughs> I'd have been on that that train in a heartbeat, but um, I'm I'm proud of you that you resisted the urge and maybe he just had some tea and crumpets after. But um, this song has a lot of Beatles inspo. A lot of Oasis does. I was about um, to say they overtly like rip off the Beatles. Like they fully acknowledge it. So you know, um, it's it's more like a heavier Beatles. It's like if the you know the beatles had a little bit more hair to it mm-hmm. um and the beatles were plugged into a marshall amplifier and definitely like the the drug age of the beatles yes like they obviously um the subject matter of a lot of this album has to do with substances um and, and future songs from oasis so it's very much like a high speed like high risk high reward rock style rock star lifestyle kind of thing um but this song in particular, again, with the Beatles and Spo, like, has simple drums. Um, it, it's got a lot of stacked vocals when it comes to, like, the pre-chorus and the chorus. Um, it's a melody that sticks with you. A lot of Beatles songs are very catchy and very um, whistle-able, I would say. Um, and there's a lot of strange and nonsensical lyrics, which the Beatles were known for doing. Um, I mean, they literally wrote a song about being a walrus. <laughs> um, but the song, like... He was. Yes. Cuckoo-cachoo. Cuckoo-cachoo. <laughs> um, the song, there's literally a lyric that, you know, he lives under a waterfall, um, and then they allude to a yellow submarine. Um, so the, the Beatles inspo and 
derivation is quite overt and objective with with Oasis. Anything to add about that? It is true. I agree. And I love anything that sounds like it's um, derived from the drug era of the Beatles. Yeah. Like, and it's all my favorite. Yeah, we're talking like Sgt. Pepper. We're talking... Yes, we're talking 67 mag- on. Magical Mystery Tour. Oh, so good. Yellow Submarine. Yes. Abbey Road. Yes. Yeah. That's all, what I want to hear. All your favorites. Hot Take, Poppy Beatles. I'm bored. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's definitely... It's not It's not the best because, you know, there's no risk taken. It's... No. You know, it's... I want to see Paul with his long hair and his beard. Which is contrary to our last episode when we talked about Twist and Shout. Twist and Shout is different. (laughs) It wasn't even their song. It's their year 3000. Year 3000 and Twist and Shout are the same thing. I think we can contradict ourselves. I I think we're okay. I don't think anybody's going to have an issue with that. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm not saying I dislike. Like, I love I Feel Fine. And you'll, you'll find with Oasis, like, their, their, I guess their signature and their classic sound, um, their, all the parts are very driven, like the rhythm and um, guitar parts are extremely like backed up with bass and have a lot of hair to it because like Liam's voice is very whiny and very like trebly, like, you know, kind of very whiny. falls on top of all of that and it, it equalizes very nicely. And you'll find that as you, as you listen to this song and others, like the, the oomph is in the instruments and the what comes out on top is Liam's, is Liam's voice, so it, it balances nicely. Um, and the song is no, uh, no um, exception. Um, he does mention um, one, of your, one of Emma's favorite drinks um, in this song, um, Feeling Supersonic, Gimme Gin and Tonic. Um, um, no. Emma loves gin and tonic. I don't. Um, gin is one of her favorite spirits. <laughs> Couldn't be less um, true. She is a gin aficionado. Uh, I did use Windex to clean up something that I spilled earlier. So if that makes me a gin aficionado, none of it got in my mouth, though. That, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but Oasis as a band um, experienced one of the quickest rises to stardom of anybody in the industry to ever do it. Mm-hmm. Um like this album came out in August of ninety four. Their second album, arguably their best album. I I prefer to listen to definitely maybe more. Um, but there was like you know a fourteen month gap in between these two albums. Um, and it, it's like those people that push out a baby and immediately get pregnant again. Precisely. I, I, I couldn't think. You know, your local um, English teacher. Yes. Um, if you you know yeah your English teacher who somehow has been pregnant. Had maternity leave two different times in the same school year? How'd she even do that? Yeah, magic. I don't know. Um, so, but yeah, these these two albums, um, definitely maybe in August of 94 and What's the Story, Morning Glory, um, October 95, so 14 months apart, um, when Definitely Maybe came out, you know, they were playing to like small crowds and little, you know, clubs and bars and small headline shows. Um, and then like by the time you know, Morning Glory came out, they're playing to, like, 200,000 people at, like, Glastonbury and festivals and, and whatnot. Like, their their rise to stardom was insane. Well, didn't they have, like, their own, like, 
the thing, just like the Beatles, where they got all crazy and it was like the second British rock wave and they came and played Shea Stadium like the Beatles did? I believe so. That I, I, I don't know. Isn't that part of the Oasis story? Like I think they're so. the second wave of well, like, yeah, this. Because the, the, they, I mean. The second British invasion and they come over and play Shea Stadium like the Beatles do and it's like they're going to be the next Beatles, but they hate each other, so like they don't become yes. the next Beatles. But I mean, y'all, you know, like, go, I mean, you look up pictures of them in the early 90s, like. So ugly. Yes, but like. <laughs> Liam wears the, like, circle glasses mm-hmm. that John Lennon did, like, you know, the... That's the thing. This is the this is what they got working. They could have been the next Beatles, but they don't have what John Lennon and Paul McCartney had. They have two ugly British men fighting. It's not two... One pretty ugly and one kind of cute British man, and one of them is really depressed and pessimistic, and one of them is Paul McCartney and writes all the sweet stuff, and they don't have that balance. Like they didn't have the balance no, but, that made the Beatles. You know, even work. even Paul and John had their their setbacks oh, and disagreements. So, but they weren't you know leaving the stage because they hated each other. Like no, these, and their di- their squabbles and disagreements were what led to their music having such a balance. Indeed. Um, I, th- I think there was obviously something special with the Beatles, and you know, I'm sure we'll have a, a whole other discussion on that for another day. Um, but yeah, they just e- experienced a very meteoric rise to the top um, that is, is very hard to deal with. Um, so I'm sure that contributed to the dynamic and the overall um, discussions and arguments that the two of them had together because, I mean, Experiencing that amount of fame very quickly can can definitely get to your head. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's Oasis. They, uh, you know, we we hope that one day they'll do a massive reunion tour and you know shock us all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's um, been rumors that um, Noel has reached out to Liam to say, "Hey, I'm ready whenever you are," and that Liam has just essentially ignored Noel. Um, so. We'll see. Whatever whatever happens, I'm interested. Me as well. So what's what's your what's your lady take on it? I would say, you know, I mean I've expressed a lot of my opinions. I do really I mean I talked about it last week. I love Oasis. Um <laughs> I talked about it last week how I like Wonderwall and most people <laughs> would not say the same. Um but I would say one thing about Oasis um is I uh I I I allude to a lot of Sirius XM channels on this um, podcast. So if you don't, if, if you don't have XM, um, I'm sorry that I always talk about it, but it's kind of how I, I get, get one of the free trials. Like, yeah, any, it's really worth it. Like, <laughs> any, like anytime you buy something on Ticketmaster, it gives you like a three month free yeah. trial. Like just try it out. It's, yeah, no, it's kind of fun. It's to let so the fun. Music just be picked for you. Yeah, no, it's different. Like it's different than the normal radio, like the way that it's spread out through the channels. There's no commercials. Um, there's no commercials. They do like special shows and interviews. Yeah, and it's it's really good, and it's I I don't know. Um, they, they have. I don't the, know if I could live without it. They have the channels and the genres like broken down to a science. Yes. It's, so one of those channels that's my. I would say my second favorite XM channel um, after uh, Y2 Country, which is specifically country music from the 2000s. So very specific channels on XM um, is Pop Rocks. And it's, uh, what do they say that it is? It's um, 90s and 2000s. Pop, um, pop that, rock that crossed into pop from 90s in the 2000s. Yes, that, that's And the so they play Oasis on Pop Rocks. But they also play Oasis on Lithium. Now, what do they say Lithium is? is 90s alternative rock and grunge okay yeah so most of lithium 
is frightening to me and I don't really like, but there is a crossover there and this is part of it. Yes. Um, You know, when you think lithium, you think like the four Seattle bands, so like Nirvana, Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. And I am okay. Um, I don't need to listen to that personally. But also like Rage Against the Machine. um, Scary. Others, but there, there is that, that crossover of pop rocks and lithium and that's that's where you hang out and and oasis, oasis hangs out there too yeah um along with like the gin blossoms yeah things that aren't that grungy like they're not like i don't laugh. they're not that heavy no they're just kind of like alt rock yeah they're pop rocks yeah it's like weezer or um yeah toad the wet wet sprocket you know okay my question about toad is is the wet sprocket named toad is that why that's what their name is i don't know I don't. I I think um, I I can't remember the origin story of theirs, but I think it was like a shared joke or something. It's a really um, niche joke. Yeah, but you know it, it worked out for them. I okay. guess I don't know. They have you know two or three songs. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it it definitely hangs out in that that crossover realm of being heavy but not too heavy. Yeah. Something that's very accessible to a lot of listeners. So um, that's that's supersonic. Um, Hopefully you feel um, supersonic this <laughs> week, especially just listening to it. Um, but do you have any major minor chords for the weekend or anything that made you feel supersonic? Um, my minor chord would be, I don't know if y'all can tell, uh, but I don't feel insanely sick anymore, which is lovely. Woo! I'd say I'm about 90% better. Um, that it, in, in recent memory, that is the longest time I felt really, really bad. Like I was like really down for the count for like four days. Yeah, you were you were not not with it. I was not well, um, so I'm really glad that I feel much better now. Um, and then my minor chord, I usually try to do my minor first, but I forgot. Um, my minor chord is that um, while I really have enjoyed my job, um, the girl who schedules us, which I'm supposed to be on a set schedule every week, it's supposed to be the same every week keeps i guess because i'm new and she's just not used to putting in somebody else's schedule she keeps screwing up my schedule um which i don't enjoy so um once again i don't have a weekend she's ruined my days off um this week as she did last week as well um but she's been very apologetic about it so i do appreciate that and i and i think that she's going to be really diligent to not do this in the future (laughs) but that i mean that's good that that's my minor chord it could be much worse wonderful wonderful um, I would say a minor for me is just general tiredness. I think with being busy, being a little sick, and being you know running all over the place yeah. um, has, has created a lot of fatigue. So just general tiredness that I'm hoping will subside soon. Yeah. Um, major, we found a excellent new favorite pizza place today. Oh yeah, it's good. Um, fantastic. So shout out Magia a Pizza in. <laughs> north haven connecticut um fantastic we we will be returning eight five from dave eight eight five from the portnoy um and funny story about this place is that uh you know i was working moving um this past week and over the weekend um i was just like where i was stationed like i I helped out a family like really quick like lift a box um one or two times um as they were moving stuff from the car like into a cart um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't think any of it, you know, it was my job, you know, just, just helping people. And then later in that day, they come back with like, they did like a grocery run, you know, so they're trying to, trying to come back through and drop stuff off. And, you know, we were, we were slow, so we let them through kind of thing. 
Um, and as they're pulling into the spot, the like woman who I presume was the student's mom, like gives me the like motion to like come to her car as they like park. And I was like, maybe like, <laughs> like, this, this is kind of, kind of weird or whatever. Um, and walk over there and she's, she's holding like four or five pizza boxes and she's like, Hey, you, you helped us earlier here. Come, come take a slice or two. She's like, this is Magia in, in North Haven. It's 8.5 from Dave. 8.5 <laughs> from Portnoy. And I was like, I, I don't know how I can say no to that. So I had a couple slices, um, which were a lifesaver because I didn't pack lunch that day. Um, so shout out that mom. Uh, I don't know what your name is. but What if she's a listener? Uh, hope you're listening. Hope you um, can hear my gratitude for you. Um, but yeah, gave me two slices. They were fantastic. And I was worried, like... Because I immediately texted him about it. I was like, oh, we got to try this place. Like, the two slices I had were pretty phenomenal. And I got worried when we got it tonight that, you know, maybe it was just because I was really hungry. I thought they were so good. Um, but that was not the case at all. No, it was really good. It was also the best smelling pizza yes. I think maybe I've ever gotten. Like, it smelled so good. Like, we're sitting in the car and we're like, whoa. I can't wait to eat this. It smells so good. So, for folks, when you when you come to visit us, we're, we've got a we've got a great pizza place to show you. Um, and then I would say another major quarter of mine um, is that... I've impulsively decided to attend um, the opening kickoff game for um, Florida State versus LSU, and I, I couldn't be more pumped about it. I just realized my major court is so stupid. Yeah, no, I'm not sick, but I also am going to see the Jonas Brothers again. That's my major court. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's, Today that's is the day we're recording. This is my mom's birthday. Shout out, mom! Happy Shout birthday! Out and um, for her birthday, I got us all tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers again in Nashville. And I bought my flights today, so I will be seeing the Jonas Brothers with my mom and my besties, Jen and Alice, in Nashville. Woo! That's actually my major. In the, in the six one five. Six one five. But yeah, no, I've I've decided to go to this football game this weekend, and I'm pumped. This will be my third FSU season opener game in a row um i'm i'm pumped i'm thrilled um the the flights were extremely cheap um and they're direct so you gotta love that um and i get to get to see our besties tommy and tori um so i'm gonna turn very jealous i wish i could hang out with y'all yeah but i want you to have fun i'm gonna i'm gonna turn it over to them now so they can tell us their major minor chords of the weekend maybe um a song that they think our listeners should listen to all right, so we're here with Miss Tori Boudreaux, um, perhaps in contention for one of the biggest fans of Mike's Monday Jams. Um, Tori, tell us your major chords and minor chords, but also your favorite song right now, or just your favorite song ever. So, I think I get the spot of uh, Mike's Monday Jams <laughs> number one spot because I literally listen to Mike's Monday Jam every week. As soon as they come out, I'm like the first one to listen. Um, so I'd like to correct that one. And if I had to pay my major chord of the week, it's the fact that college football is back and go f***ing Knowles. You can bleep that out later, right? <laughs> Big time. You can, you can bleep it out, right, Mike? Um, so go Knowles. Um, hopefully this game against LSU is literally the game of the season. I love Florida State. I love Mike Collins. I love Emma Coons so much. And uh, my minor chord is that I can't do this every single day of my life. 
I wish it could be a Florida State game day every single day. And my favorite song, like my, you know, like peak song of the week is Sleep on the Floor by the Lumineers. Um, I could listen to that at any moment of my life and it always hits, you know? So if you've never listened to the Lumineers or ever watched their music videos, go for it. Do it. Awesome. Thank you, Tori. Okay. Mike's Monday Jam is on location with Mr. Tommy Capobianco. So Tommy, tell us your major minor chords of the week, but then also your favorite song that you're listening to right now. My major chord right now is getting to see Mike, because this is really unexpected because we were really excited for this game all along. And the fact that Mike was able to make it really came last minute, to be honest. And we're just happy to have him. Uh, obviously, we're sad that Miss Emma isn't here. But to be able to see them now that they're in Connecticut, which is like halfway across the entire universe, uh, that was my major chord. My minor chord. The hurricane just destroyed Tallahassee, and that was kind of a shitty situation. I had to work like 40 hours in the last three days because of that, but luckily I was still able to get off. But that was a minor chord because the hurricane sucked. Um, my favorite song of the time right now is Love Lost by Mac Miller. It's a really good song. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. But um, Big rip. That's been on my mind lately is uh, Mac Miller and just how precious life is. And situations like this in Orlando where we can all be together, you just you can't say no to things like that. You just got to make it happen. But thank you. God bless. Awesome. Thanks, Tommy. So um, what's your everyday jam? Um, my everyday jam, is, I'm going to say, um, after we mentioned Champagne Supernova last week, I've listened to it like three or four times since we recorded. Um, so I'm going to say, you know, in the spirit of Oasis, Champagne Supernova. Thank you. Okay, and as always, we're going to wrap this show up, this shindig, with some honorable mentions. Um, going off of the theme of extremely good debut albums, I'm going to pick You're All I've Got Tonight by The Cars. Next up, keeping with the theme, we're going with Back to Good from Yourself or Someone Like You, Matchbox 20. I don't know how to get it back to good. Em and I will find ourselves all the time just walking around the house doing doing the Rob uh-huh. Thomas there. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, it's y'all know how much I love Rob. 
And all the mums. All the mums. Last but not least, today was um, a cosmic event. Um, for those who were keeping up, um, there was like a blue supermoon Yeah, today. it's not going to happen. It hasn't happened since 2008, and it's not going to happen again until 2037. Yeah, so we got quite some time. Em and I just went out there and looked at it. It was pretty, pretty cool. It was a pretty cool looking moon. Pretty cool looking moon. So um, in the spirit of that, go listen to Blue Moon by Frank Sinatra. Blue moon. Now I'm no longer alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my own So that's going to do it for us this week. Um, Happy September. Um, Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. Um, hopefully you get um, some good relaxation, some good R and R today. I thought you were gonna say like, hopefully you've gotten great presents from Labor Day Santa. <laughs> that was not about to come out of my mouth. The at labor all. fairy. The labor fairy. The labor bunny. <laughs> yeah, put a put a hammer underneath your bed and see what happens. Um, but we appreciate you listening as always. Um, hopefully you have a good short four day week, um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.